Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, here's Terry. All right, we're back, and let's go right to the phones. Joining us as he does almost every Saturday at 10 o'clock, one of our favorite contributors. He's a great outdoorsman. He does a lot of big game hunting. And, of course, he's a very accomplished angler. He runs Tightline Outdoors Guide Service, Nate Zielinski. Good morning, Nate. Good morning, Terry. How are you today? You know, I'm doing well. Uh, my head is spinning trying to keep up with the ice conditions. <laughs> that uh, That is for sure. You know, we, we kind of went into it with a really good cold spell. I was excited. I thought we were going to be one of the, the more locked-up seasons, especially in the front range. Uh, but I think if any of us can, can say old Mother Nature always has uh, plans of her own, and it's definitely one of those things that there is a lot, and I mean a lot of great ice in the state of Colorado right now. There's a lot of open water fishing in Colorado right now, and there's a lot of in-between stuff that uh, is one of those things that, you know, if you know what you're doing, you know how to handle ice conditions. Uh, there's some fishability, but in a lot of those situations, I think you're better off to kind of leave some of the ice here in the state alone uh, and enjoy the good ice that we do have. Why don't you take us through some of the areas where you know what's happening and update us on the conditions? Absolutely, Terry. You know, so I mean, as far as uh, the mountains go, a lot of the bigger bodies of water are starting to become very fishable. You know, your your smaller bodies of water, um, like all the Delaney's and you know and your fisheries like Terry all those smaller bodies of water, the shallow water, they freeze up early. I mean, we've been on Ontario since you know almost early November. Uh, Terry all's had ice since early to mid November, so a lot of those fisheries, uh, you know, they present really good early ice. But in some of your bigger bodies of water, especially the deep stuff, eleven mile on the main lake some of that takes longer to freeze uh williams fork grambies all of those real big bodies of water even blue mesa um you know they take longer to freeze it's just a lot of volume of water there's a lot of movement and obviously that ice takes a little longer to build but we're just now starting to see fishable ice on a lot of the big bodies of water so we're excited about that um as far as probably the biggest question we're getting so many questions um, about front range ice it's just one of those things people get excited obviously it's close to home there, there's some amazing walleye fishing so so we're getting a lot of questions about the front range ice. Um, we have spent some time on the ice at your front range big bodies of water, like Cherry Creek and Chatfield. With that being said, we did see a lot of uh, deterioration in the ice uh, in this last week or so. Um, Chatfield got to about 85 to almost 90% frozen. Um, and I would say as of right now, this second, we're probably at 35% frozen. So we have basically open water from the swim beach all the way to the dam into the corner um so the only ice at like a chatfield right now is on the far south end a little bit in the north boat dock and a little bit in plum creek and with the ice that is there um it's not really stable strong ice it's one of those things that we had warmth we had wind and it really beat things up so you got to use extreme caution um and again i I would say that we really need uh some very cold weather uh for a solid week to to relock that ice cherry creek remains to have uh, a little bit more coverage as far as ice but same thing the cherry creek froze in kind of three different patches obviously the the warmth and wind uh were not good on those conditions so the front range ice really
really we need to give it uh, just a little bit of time. We're hoping that this cold front coming in Monday, Tuesday, and kind of this colder week, um, all these lakes sit in a little bit low, you know, valleys, little lower pockets. Um, so we're hoping that the temps get colder than even predicted, and hopefully it locks things up uh, to where we have a great walleye season ahead of us. But right now, I'm highly encouraging everybody, go to the mountains, enjoy that. You know, as we get this fresh ice, uh, especially on some of the lake trout fisheries, that presents an awesome opportunity to catch some great fish. Uh, so really encouraging a lot of anglers to spend some time up in the hills um, catching those fish. And then I got to say, just real quick to, on the spin of things, if walleye is on your brain, if that, that warmer water species, whether it's bass, walleye, even panfish, honestly, Terry, we talk about this every year, and even though my heart and soul is ice fishing, obviously we launched the Ice Addiction Tournament Series. We're excited about that. We are literally just over two weeks away from that first event, um, you know, three weeks away from that first event. But the shoreline opportunity for December walleyes and early January walleyes is very present. You could go to a chat field right now and throw jerk baits from shore in a low light period of the day and have a lot of success on walleyes. You could go even to the daytime, throw reactionary baits if you're out on a point um, and have opportunity at walleyes. So I would say, honestly, if walleye and bass and those type of species are on your mind, I would, I would rather see anglers from shore trying to catch them uh, than potentially venturing out on, on unsafe ice. So keep that in mind for all those anglers out there trying to do that. Well, you know, and if, even if you want to get your boat out on these warm days, the boat ramps at Pueblo Reservoir, it's a bit of a drive for some people, but as long as there's no ice and you can launch, they keep those ramps open. I've, I've been out walleye fishing in Pueblo Reservoir in January and done actually quite well at times. So we do have some almost year-round uh, open water opportunities here in the state, Nate. Absolutely. You know, in Pueblo, honestly, not to, to venture on that whole uh, you know aspect, but Pueblo this time of year is incredible because so many of the predator fish group together. Uh, we actually had somebody down in Pueblo last week. So your walleyes will stack up on, on the edges of contour and deep water, but they are always, almost always accompanied by wiper, bass, and catfish. So I can't tell you how many times I go down to Pueblo this time of year, and you know, a lot of times a, a key presentation is spooning or working jigging wraps in that deeper water, but literally for every three, four walleye you catch, you'll catch a giant channel cat or a wiper or a smallmouth. Um, so honestly, this time of year for that vertical presentation, if somebody's going to go down there, it's exciting for the fact that not only do you catch a lot of fish, uh, but you mix up the species and you catch some really big fish. So, so do keep that in mind. And again, as we uh, kind of see the conditions changing, we'll try to keep everybody updated on the Tightland Outdoors Facebook page. Um, I was on the ice the last two days on the front range, just checking it, you know, checking conditions using the spud bar. Um, so again, we are keeping up with it. And we'll try to do an update early this week uh, as far as what exactly we're finding, what the cold front's going to do to the ice. Try to keep everybody you're just aware of what's going on to keep everybody safe. But again, as of right now, the hills are great. Um, you know, as far as hot bites uh terry all is fishing really good great place to catch numbers of fish um i will say that if you are at a fishery like a evergreen or a terry all or one of the areas that has a numbers game a game a place to go catch a lot of fish if you are out on those bodies of water and you're not catching move around we had a lot of uh you know just friends and family and a lot of people out fishing for the holidays, and I have a lot of anglers that are catching a lot of fish, and there's a lot of anglers like, yeah, we went up and caught a few. 
in the, the venture of, of going to a fishery that you're looking to catch a lot of numbers of fish, it's not a trophy hunt, it's just numbers, um, you want to see fish coming through consistently every five to ten minutes. And hopefully most of those fish are going to take the bait. In the event of you not catching those fish, I think a lot of people sit too long in a spot and they're waiting for the fish to maybe turn on. If the fish are coming to you, they are active. Um, you know, So it's not an inactive situation. So if the fish come in on your graph, and you see them there, um, you should be catching those fish. So if you go to a, a place like Terriol or an Evergreen or Georgetown, if you're fishing those, those high-capacity lakes to catch numbers, if you're not catching, move or change. Um, do not waste any time. I literally wouldn't give these fisheries you know, 15 minutes between spots. If I sit 10, 15 minutes and I don't see fish, I'm moving. And then once one or two fish comes in on the grass and I don't catch them, I am constantly changing it. Change colors, change you know, what you're tipping the, the jig with change your cadence um, but really the biggest thing for for anglers out there um, this is a peak of the season it's early ice the, the oxygen levels are high fishing should be good um, so i think we're starting to see just more new people out there and maybe some people dusting the rust off but i've had, talked to quite a few anglers that have had a little bit slower days on the ice than they should be having um, so again not saying anybody's lazy but if you're not having results move and change often until you dial in those patterns well, I couldn't agree more, and we could talk about that more in a minute, but when you go out on like a Terry All or, or when I go to Red Feathers or something, where there's a lot of these 8 to 15-inch trout, maybe a lot in that 10 to 12-inch range, and they're stock trout, they're aggressive, what's your favorite presentations? You know, Terry, a lot of times when I'm at these type fisheries, um, maybe I'm with some newer anglers or some youth, and honestly, slip bobber fishing is my favorite way to do it because so many times these younger fish come in fairly close to the bottom. So at Terry all right now, I'm putting a major focus on like 10, 11 feet of water. I set my jigs about 8 to 10 inches off bottom, um, and I love uh, putting a, a smaller presentation, even if it's a small tube jig um, or you know a, a small you know, like tungsten jig with a waxworm on it, um, but I'm going to put on a slip bobber and what i do is i i work that bait for maybe 10 seconds so i jig it shake it pop it i'll lift it up two three feet off bottom but i work the bait get a lot of action and then i'll let it sit completely still on that bobber for almost a minute and then i'll move it again for 10 15 seconds and then i'll let it sit for a minute so it's a combination between an active presentation and a still presentation my goal is to create enough movement for the fish to see it and then let it sit still and i can really watch that bobber for light bites and i really make sure that, that jig stays in the strike zone and that's what's working best for me now there's some days where they really want it aggressive and if i notice as i'm jigging that bait for those 10 15 seconds if i'm getting bites during that then I'll just ditch the bobber and I'll just go to a very active presentation. But right now it's the combination of a little bit of movement to get their attention and then letting it sit still. And that's really a, a winning technique on a lot of these, these fisheries like that right now. So smaller bait, working the bait pretty aggressive to get their attention and let it sit still for about a minute. Um, and it's very common right now to be moving those baits a little bit and let it sit still. And after about 5, 10, 15 seconds of sitting still, you notice that bobber goes down right away. You get their attention, they circle it a couple times, and they, and they take the bait almost every time. So that, that's my go-to presentation right now. Nate, before we run out of time, we've got a couple minutes lay, left. Do you have enough opportunities where you're booking a lot of guide trips? You know, a lot of people could learn so much spending a day on the ice with a guide or half a day with you guys. And also you've got your schools and tournaments. Take us through everything. 
Absolutely, Terry. We got a lot going on. So we got our ice school set up. Uh, you can go to our website right there. Right now, it's all the walleye schools. Um, so basically, this is going to be uh, a digital or a video series for a three-hour classroom. So we're going to send out a video with three hours of instruction on how to become a better walleye angler. Then we're taking those anglers out on the ice uh, for a four-hour basic guide trip. So we we kind of taking all the considerations for the COVID regulations. Uh, so we have a lot of cool stuff happening with ice school. Uh, so you can always go to the website to learn about ice school. Our first ice addiction event is at Grand Lake. It's a brand new area of Grand Lake. So the very first uh, venue up there at Grand is on the far kind of southeast corner over by Adams Falls. So every time we've been to Grand Lake, we've been associated with a deep water, more of a lake trout style fishery. We're going to have the tournament this year. It's going to be a lot of rainbows, a lot of browns. Still an opportunity for some lake trout. So really excited about the kind of location change at Grand. That's going to be January 16th. Tickets are on sale for that on our website right now. Uh, And then as far as guiding trips go, we're pretty much full tilt on everything. Um, We're doing a lot of rainbow trips, doing that type stuff at 11 Mile at Antero, uh, doing a lot of those those new angler trips to Terriol. We're also doing a lot of pike fishing uh, at various locations. Then we're also doing a lot of lake trout fishing. So uh, between trophy lake trout uh big giant pike and then just numbers of trout at those fisheries Uh, i would say we are in full swing on the guiding aspects and if anybody wants to get in absolutely send us a call uh we definitely are busy but we can always make room and uh and try to get everybody as possible uh on the ice to to kind of learn that and again we always encourage early season like this it's a great time to learn so then you can go out and do it yourself the rest of the winter so don't hesitate try to get on a trip right now learn everything that you need to know get the right equipment the right gear and you can have a great winter ahead of you I, I couldn't agree more. I think a, a guided trip for any new aspect of the outdoors always gives you a – it accelerates that learning curve. Nate, thank you so much for joining us. It's Tightline Outdoors on Facebook, tightlineoutdoors.com. They can find you. Absolutely. Get a hold of us. We'd love to get you out, and Merry Christmas to everybody. All right, my friend. You have a great New Year's and a great safe New Year's Eve and everything. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. You bet. Nate Zielinski, always a great resource. We're going to take a quick time out here in just a minute, and then we're going to be joined by um, the folks from uh, Colorado Clays. We're going to talk about maybe you got a new shooting accessory, a new choke for your shotgun, or maybe even a new gun or a new handgun or a new hunting rifle. And they're going to tell you how you can learn to shoot or sharpen your shooting right here on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on 104.3 The Fan. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors, brought to you in part by Jack's Outdoor Gear. If uh, you need it for the outdoors, Jack's has it. Let's go right to the phones. And joining us from Colorado Clays is J.R. Pierce. Good morning, J.R. Well, good morning, Terry. You know, I was thinking when I was doing the Jack's introduction, there are a lot of people probably got new new shooting accessories, new shooting clothing, and maybe even new firearms over the holidays, or there's a number of people just getting into shooting and they've purchased over the last few months their first firearm and they really uh, don't know how to get started. They're anxious to become proficient with firearms. They want to learn how to safely handle firearms, but maybe they don't have a mentor in their family and sometimes that doesn't work either because it's better. What can Colorado Clays offer that new shooter or the person with the new gun? 
Well, and, you know, Terry, that's a good point, and that's where Colorado Clays really shines. Uh, you know, being Colorado's premier public shooting facility for the last 25 years, uh, we've been offering the very finest in recreational, competitive, you know, fundraising, corporate, and instructional shooting opportunities to everyone in Colorado, regardless of their skill level. And, you know, it's just because Colorado Clays truly has something for everyone. So that's really the first question the person asks is, am I an experienced shooter? Maybe you're a regular shooter at Colorado Clays. You know the drill. Come on out. Try out that new gun. Perhaps uh, you've never been to Colorado Clays. Uh, grab your new gun. Come out. Our check-in process is the easiest around. Um, come in and do your waivers, what have you, and we'll get you to the appropriate area. But if you are with that first gun possibly or a gun that you're uh, not familiar with, uh, the beauty of Colorado Clays is that with just a simple phone call, you can set up some individual instruction with one of our certified instructors, perhaps do one of our intro classes, which we have for all disciplines, and uh, get yourself going in the right direction, fundamentally sound and safe with that new gun to start with. Uh, simple phone call away, Terry, always a good call. No, you're absolutely right. And, you know, and there's so many different disciplines. You know, I've done a lot of shooting in my life, but people listen. But the majority of what I do right now is handguns. Now, a lot of people have gone and bought handguns. If I'm new to the handgun scene, if I had never shot a handgun or I need, tell me the steps you can take me through. So can you go from basic to advanced? Do you have concealed carry? What do you offer for the handgun shooter? Well, and here we go. Our pistol range, uh, state-of-the-art facility, let me describe that first, Terry. We do have 10 bays in our pistol range. Each bay has that 0 to 25-yard target return system, a padded bench, radiant heat if it's a little cool. And when, with our semi-outdoor design, you have all the luxuries of an indoor range, but with natural light and airflow downrange, it really feels like shooting outdoors. So when you add all of our safety features and the best staff in the industry, you know, you'll see why Colorado Clays is a preferred destination for people from all over Colorado. And to your point, Terry, being that we do have that best staff, most of them are certified instructors, so you can sign up for some individual instruction with one of them. We have the Pistol 101 classes, um, and of course, if that new gun is going to be your concealed carry weapon, uh, Colorado Clays offer those classes as well. And, you know, Terry, even if you are uh, got that new home defense shotgun, our pistol range is the perfect place to go down and try out that new home defense shotgun. So, um, everything you need is available through Colorado Clays if you have that new pistol. Now, what if I'm a, a shotgunner, and maybe I've even done some bird hunting, but I've always wanted a different choke. Maybe I got a new shotgun that takes different loads or different chokes, or maybe I just for Christmas got some new chokes. How do I get started finding out how those shoot and what I'm going to do and where they're going to apply? Well, and good question, Terry. And you know we talk about this all the time, and I see this all year. Anytime you get a new gun, anytime you make an adjustment to a gun, or anytime you're curious what a different choke um, or, or load may do, always start at the Colorado Clay shotgun pattern area. And this, this is the number one step to confirm 
that when a person has a good stance, gun mount, sight, picture, and squeeze, that you will be shooting where you are pointing, aiming, looking. So that is number one, and it's a very popular area, and it's a very inexpensive to use. From there, um, our training trap is designed for testing and tuning on shotguns after a good patterning session or beginning shooters, etc. And then from there, we can expand out into the entire Colorado Clays facility, which contains seven regulation ATA trap fields. We have two NSSA certified skeet fields with those wobble trap overlays. And our most popular draw, of course, is our 15-station sporting clays course. And then when you couple the fact that available to anyone with a simple call, individual instruction to get started, and regardless of your level, uh, we have clinics and um, just the best access to shotgun training anywhere, um, simple call to Colorado Clays. You know, the only other question I have is what do you do with a shotgunner like me who's a it actually shoots quite well where I aim it. It's just not going where I want it to go. Terry, <laughs> uh, definitely give me a call or go fishing, one of the two, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, you guys have such a great facility, and um, you still got openings if somebody's looking for that end-of-year get-together or anything? Well, of course. You know, Terry, being that we are the public shooting facility, um, yeah, and being a, a giant outdoor facility, uh, we still have options for anybody with guests in town, friends, family, et cetera. So certainly give us a call. Uh, we're here year-round, and uh, we'll make whatever you need happen. I also noticed in one of your texts to me that you bought a new ice fishing rod. You getting ready? Oh, Terry, that was because of you. Um, you promised me an ice trip, and I really didn't have the gear. So I've got my new rod, and I'm ready to go. Well, we are going to go, my friend, very soon. We'll let some of this front-range ice uh, firm up, and you and I will get out there, and we'll we'll test out the quality of your new purchase, uh, whether you bought it for the looks and the logo or whether it's functional or not, but we'll get you on some fish. Yeah, we're definitely going to find out. And, you know, Terry, uh, it, while I got you right here, on behalf of myself, Colorado Clays, and all your listeners, with this year coming to an end, uh, I want to thank you again for another great year of Terry Wickstrom Outdoors and all of the really great information you always give us. We really appreciate it, but. Hey, thank you so much. And, you know, a lot of that comes because we have great partners and contributors like yourself, and we try to make the outdoors fun for everybody. JR, I'll let you get back to work, uh, but thank you so much. And I look forward to, uh, I do look forward to getting on the ice with you and, of course, having you on in a couple weeks again. Okay, sounds good. Thank you, Terry. You bet. Thank you. That's a. Uh, J.R. Pierce from Colorado Clays, and they are just wonderful people out there. You know, we pride ourselves in this show on having some of the best partners in the industry. You hear we have a pretty uh, strong list of regular contributors. Some are on every week. Some are on every couple weeks or every three weeks. Um, but some of the most knowledgeable people in Colorado outdoors and some of the best places where you can get outdoor gear or get advice or go to, we also bring some of the best national outdoor um, experts on this show from all over the country and world to try to help you improve in your outdoors. Our goal is to get you outdoors and to have fun. Have an abbreviated show today. We're going to wrap it up here in just a minute, but I want to thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week at our regular 9 to 11 time slot. If you've never listened to us before, join us here every Saturday at 9 to 11. Follow us on Facebook, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors on Facebook. And remember to watch the um, 
go out to our YouTube channel, The Best of Fishing with Terry Wickstrom, and we've got a lot of stuff right here to help you get out on the ice right here. I want to say thanks to, uh, to Kyle for keeping this show going, our new production assistant, my, my grandson Weston, for helping us keep the clock managed today, and, of course, Karen for keeping things online. I want to wish all of you a happy, safe New Year's. It's been a crazy, crazy year. And uh, take this advantage. Maybe you got something new for Christmas. Find somebody in your family, a sibling, a child, a spouse, a significant other, an uncle, uh, a nephew, a niece. Get out on the water and aunt, and get out in the woods. Do something together. You'll create bonding memories you never knew could exist. And what else you'll do is uh, you'll get yourself into getting outdoors and maybe less time in front of the TV set, and you'll find out how wonderful life can be. Thank you for listening. We'll let the Eagles take us to sports on 104.3 The Fan.